Welcome to another edition of Hawk Off the Press after the final score. I'm John Steppe, joined by my class after this 15-6 win for Iowa. Not necessarily the most high-scoring game. I don't think anybody expected it to be the most high-scoring game. The important thing, though, is Iowa now is in the driver's seat of the Big Ten West. Yeah, there are, what, five games left, and I don't take anything for granted with this team because when you don't have an offense, anybody can beat you, even the mediocre teams that remain on Iowa's schedule, which is all five of them. But they took a big step toward that West Division title with this win, obviously. They've, they're even with Wisconsin for the lead, but they've got the tiebreaker. They're even in the loss column. They've got the tiebreaker. And Wisconsin still has to play Ohio State, which it's not going to beat. Uh, I can't believe how bad this division is, and Wisconsin is, is as ordinary as, as I've seen Wisconsin be in a while, but you still got to beat them. And Iowa did, shut them down, didn't let them get in the end zone in their own stadium, didn't turn the ball over. They played winning football. I know it sounds crazy when you pass for, what was it, 37, 38 yards? I think 32 it might have even been, somewhere well, in the 30s. Yeah, uh, that's just, I mean, that's, that's football from 100 years ago, but they rushed for 200. And uh, when you rush for 200 yards, you almost always win, and they did. And it really goes into kind of Kurt Fearns 101 of running the football effectively and that setting up everything else. If they do what they did today on the ground, you don't have to worry as much in the passing game. Yeah, it's, it's a lot to ask, and 82 of that came on one run. You know, if, if LaShawn Williams doesn't bust that one in the second quarter, who knows what happens in this game. But they did, and Wisconsin didn't. Iowa is winning Big Ten games without an offense, without a serviceable offense. And every week, the, this offense gives the national people something new to laugh about, but the, the entries keep going in the win column. So I don't think there's any complaining tonight from Iowa. Well, there's always some, but, <laughs> but uh, I mean, look, uh, this is a team that's been outgained in six out of seven games and has won six out of seven games. That does not compute. But defense and punting, Tory Taylor was otherworldly today, and it's not the first time we've said that, but he was just unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. Ten punts, averages over 50 yards, none of them are touchbacks. Uh, Wisconsin started at the four, the six, and the six, and the 13 because of Taylor. What a weapon. What an absolute weapon, and... Uh, you, you can't overstate it because the difference between the net punting of Iowa and the net punting of Wisconsin was great. And Iowa had eight three and outs and wins the game by nine points. Uh, the defense was fabulous, and, and Taylor was, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure that I've, I've got adequate words to describe him. If that doesn't get him the any punting accolades to come in the near future i don't know what it would take after that one well he was preseason first team all america so he's no he's no secret to anybody but uh, he's taken that and he's you know built on it he's he's better than ever and uh how demoralizing that is to a, a, an opposing offense to time after time after time start where they're starting uh and plus it gives iowa's defense a big lift Jay Higgins said so. It's, you know, you go out there and they're not going to march 90 yards on us. Uh, and it opens up what they can do defensively to put, and especially when you've got an, 
a uh, novice quarterback, as Wisconsin used in the second half to make his life miserable. Uh, You know, really good win for Iowa. And uh, as you said, driver's seat is right. Uh, That doesn't mean that they can't lose to any of the five teams left. But at the same time, I'm not sure I see any of those five teams scoring a lot of points against them. So um, you got a real chance at Indianapolis. It's going to be kind of uh, interesting, I guess, to see if they get there. Yeah, if they go 4-1, and one, that should realistically do it, considering yeah. that, as you mentioned, Wisconsin, it's almost an inevitability that they're going to lose to Ohio State. And if Wisconsin loses to another team, okay, then you got a little more of a margin for error. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be an interesting next five weeks, to say the least. Well, yeah, and uh, it, it doesn't feel like the kind of team that's a division champion, but, you know, was Purdue last year? You can't do anything about who you're in the division with except beat them. So far, that's what they've been doing. And it seemed like a lot of talk preseason from me and others were, okay, this is the opportunity for Iowa here. With last year divisions, you have the teams coming into the conference that are coming into the conference. You really, this was going to be their shot. And so far, they're doing everything so far necessary. So far. So far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Three weeks ago, after they got embarrassed at Penn State, you'd say, I don't know where this is going. Well, that's three three wins ago. So, here they are. Well, that'll be a wrap for this one, since Mike has to get back for the crossover at Kinnick. Until next time, we will talk Hawks later. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.